0: goal is to bring you your next favorite
1: band.
2: Thanks for having us. This is a very cool show.
0: Yeah. So In through many mid- 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 iterations and we it finally, yes. finally landed on the weirdest one by far. We yeah. Just couple of feelings and um, boom, you got a sound. Yeah.
3: I-, I remember this one time. I've been writing some songs and I and I went out this I'm just going right in on that story. I went out and so I was
2: uh, uh, The story's longer than the song itself. We'll go ahead and play it. So...
1: And listen, it's gonna be everybody's favorite band. Welcome to your next favorite band. That's both the show title and our promise to you. We here at Stereophilia Studio are tireless in our pursuit of finding incredible genre-defiant artists who are either a hot up-and-coming band or a group that has been delivering for years but have flown under the radar. Tonight, we spend time with the poetic, positive hip-hop, with a harp that'll hook you, of Nuts and Christine Elise. Each month, we will bring you live streams, audio podcasts, and perhaps even a live concert where you can listen to the stories. And hear the music of artists personally curated by us, based on what we feel will be worthy of your time. Be sure to subscribe and tune in to each episode, because the possibilities are endless, yeah. and you never know who will be your next favorite band. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Philip Reese. Hello, and I'm your co-host, David Moore. And you are listening
0: to... Your Next Favorite Band. And we are back into it, David. David. It's, we're like rolling, it's like getting on a bike. We just had to figure out how to put the wheels back on. You ever changed a tire on a bike recently? When was the last time you did that? You are like 12? It's hard to do. It is, but somehow you managed it as a kid, and now I feel like I would break down crying and probably call AAA. Uh, I bet they would do it if you slipped them with like a 20. I mean, (laughs) I'm not saying bribe the AAA guy. I'm just saying it may help. Right, right. Right, yeah, no bribing.
1: Um, but, uh, but yeah, like we, we kind of chatted, uh, before coming on, it's been a minute here, we're in the middle of October and it's been, um, two and a half months since we've done a quote, normal episode.
0: Yeah. We've had a sort of an explosion of content that was outside of that. I was unable to make a couple of them for right. b- yeah. either mother nature reasons <laughs> or logistical reasons. <laughs> right. So, right, um, lots of, lots of stuff. Happen. Yeah, I mean, the world showed up, and so, you know, sure. sometimes doing one of these interviews is difficult, but I'm happy to be sitting here and talking today. Absolutely. And and we have a great one today. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. We've got uh, Kufnats and Christine Elise, and it's going to be a... I, I actually been looking forward to one so ever since I saw them at Music Fest, which we saw them in August. Yep. I was like, them, yes, put them on the <laughs> list, Phil. And Phil was like, already done that.
1: Yes. So we yeah, were, was this was one, on that one Yeah. We were lucky enough to have gotten a clue into but I mean, being near Philly, obviously we're going to pick up some of that Sure. uh some of that music scene um but even before then I had just had somebody kind of a little birdie whispered in my ear about how great Coiff and Christina Lee were and so been on the lookout for them. Unfortunately, hadn't been able to see them play live until Music Fest and now uh I'm a I'm a major fan, but uh but before we get into the interview, I did want to clean up a few things here. One, not music-related, but I thought this was an amazing story to share. Um, so came became aware of this uh, letter that was written by Madeline. Um, some, uh, I'm going to guess probably somewhere between six and nine-year-old in California. Writes this letter that says, Dear L.A. County. I would like, to, like your approval if I can have a unicorn in my backyard, if I can find one. Please send me a letter in response, Madeline. Um, so obviously, that goes off to the
0: uh, state government and could do many things with that, right? Sure. Most of those things, like those kind of things, disappear into some sort of, you know, <laughs> right. black box file that never, you know, seen sure. again.
1: Right. But here is the response from L.A. County uh, Animal <laughs> Control right. and Care. Um, it says, uh, Dear Maddie. Uh, Thank you very much for your letter regarding uh, permission to have a unicorn in your backyard. I am pleased to uh, fill you in. I'm sorry, I'm going to need to pull this up on something else that helps me see it.
0: Do you want (sighs) to read it? I can see it on my window. You can? Good. Yeah, Yeah. go ahead. So I'm pleased to tell you that the Los Angeles County Department of Animal Care and Control does license unicorns under the following five conditions. One, the unicorn must be cared for in in compliance with all animal caretaking regulations set forth in Los Angeles County Code Title 10. The unicorn is given regular access to sunlight, moonbeams, and rainbows. The unicorn is fed one of its favorite treats, watermelon, at least once a week. The unicorn's horn must be maintained and be in good health. This requires polishing at least once a month, but the soft cloth cloth, and sparkles or glitter used on the unicorn must be non-toxic and biodegradable (laughs) to ensure the unicorn's good health. And then there's more things after that. I don't right. need to read the rest of this, but those that list is fantastic.
1: But yeah, kudos to Marsha Maeda, uh, the director of the Animal Care and Control in, in California. Um, and uh, just thought that was great. Like, you know, who knows what that's going to mean to that kid as they grow
0: up knowing that if they found a unicorn, they were allowed to keep it. It also is a good sort of step for at showing your kids, don't be afraid to ask questions, because sure. you never know what's going to happen. And so in this case, maybe that moves her ahead. And we'll all be talking about Maddie as president in something, Absolutely. because she asked the right questions. Also, Unicorn platform. <laughs> right. And yes, you can have this, but there's
1: responsibilities involved in it. So correct. All sorts of greatness there. So I just thought that was a great story to share. But uh uh thank you for for that um and one other thing uh just kind of a sneak peek preview i had the uh this is going to be a unique episode when we can edit it together and you'll understand why once I share a little bit um September a year ago, we brought on the only tribute band uh, in our history uh they're there the the radiohead tribute band, and been staying in touch with them, seen them perform a couple times uh you know since then obviously at music fest again and at Music Fest, they, they just said, they were like, hey, would you ever do like a gear focused show? And I was just like, yeah, that would be really cool to talk about like a behind the sound kind of how do you achieve the Radiohead sound? Um, so they gave me some pretty cool access to them. They performed in Bethlehem at the Music Fest Cafe uh, end of September. And they let me come in while they were doing setup and sound check. And then we interviewed a little bit on stage while they talked about their stuff. So I kind of just wanted to drop a little bit here so you can kind of get a little bit of a sneak peek of what this is going to be like. I you have So you can see there, we'll, we'll obviously edit that together and make it a little bit more uh, kind of like narrative in nature. But uh, here's another little tidbit uh, of where we were chatting about. Oh, so first things we're first, going. we're going to kick off with there, there. So that's why we have the aux tom set up.
0: Uh, they're going to get scrapped right away. And then everything else is going to be played on one of these two guitars or with some aux percussion over there. Right. Um, so basically, I've got an input switcher which guitar or chaos pad is inputting into the board. So A is the Strat,
1: B is oh. the Gibson, and C is the pad itself. So for like everything that's right place in the gloaming, I pop this bad boy on and now the chaos pad is, is live. Right. So anyway, it goes obviously into a lot more there, but I just thought it was a very cool thing. We spent like that kind of moment, three, four, five minutes with all five members. So we'll be able to stitch that together and kind of just express it's just where they go and get that sound. So for people who really dig Radiohead, it'll be like a cool nerdy peek into where they match the gear of Radiohead, where they do something more modern that gets to that sound, and where
0: they also kind of just do their own thing. So anyway, it's I had a huge amount of fun just kind of capturing it all. And the reality is, is, even if you're not a, say, Radiohead fan, but you're a gearhead, and you're into Absolutely. how... Not even just a gearhead, you're interested in how musicians get their instruments to do certain things, or certain... Uh, tones or whatever. This is a pull back the curtain kind of moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I already kind of have, it was becoming clear to me as I was
1: doing it, since it was the first time we're doing an episode of this type where like building it up to, then I obviously saw them play that night and captured some of the live performance of the songs that we were peeking behind the sound on. And um, we'll be able to then see that what it culminates to. And I think for me, at least I was now watching and enjoying in a completely different way because I was like, now I understand how that sound was made and who was doing it and where it was coming and from. Because sometimes you might think it's an offstage or pre recorded hit, but it's actually someone on stage who's timing it and making it happen and it's imperceptible to you
0: it's really cool stuff yeah so now you see why since i play things sometimes i'm impressed with parts that when they happen on stage i'm like did you see that you're like i mean yeah sure and i'm like no you're absolutely right you're absolutely right
1: and it's nuance and such that i think once you know the backstory it helps you then have that much more appreciation so hopefully we can bring that um and if it goes well maybe we could do it with other bands too sure i mean why not i love the idea yeah, very cool. Very cool. So anyway, let's now turn to our guests today. Like we said, Kufnats and Christina Um, they do this very cool thing when they're about to start a uh, a show where they actually establish kind of like a moment of peace because of – and I'll let Kuf talk about it when 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 uh, he's dealing with it. But the uh, the they call it kind of an intro mantra. So why don't you actually do the bio
0: right now before I start it so that we can let that go? Yeah, makes sense. Okay, named Philadelphia Magazine Best Rapper of 2022, Kufnats blends hip-hop poetry with deep grooves of soul and beat sun-kissed with the spirit of lo-fi and 90s-era vibes. Christina Leese is a classically trained harpist, pianist, and vocalist who has been consecutively touring across North America along with studying music therapy at a master's level that led her to find a passion for community music therapy. The unlikely pair connected and built the project with a similar vision wanting to create positive forward-thinking music driven by a strange, strong message. Their releases include 2018's Higher Grounds and Community in 2021, along with releases available only at a show near you. And we love that too.
1: So the opening here, this this was a live recording done at Urban Jungle down in Philadelphia. And uh, they I let their kind of promo stick on the beginning since we're borrowing that content. So uh, uh, so there's a brief promo there of, of Urban Jungle, and then uh, we'll get into Christine Elise and Kufnats. Local
3: South Philly plant store. We're happy to host this live session in our upstairs greenhouse. Come check us out if you're ever in the
2: neighborhood. Peace. What's good, y'all? I'm Coof Nuts. I'm Christine Lee.
3: We are here live, Urban Jungle in South Philadelphia. Yes. Welcome. Before we jump into our set, we like to take a, uh, a few moments to relax and, and ground our energy. as sometimes it's you know a long day, long week, whatever it may be. We like to take this time to just just relax. Space of calm and clarity around.
1: I, I end up kind of putting this lower and introducing the guests sooner, but I just love this this vibe. I mean, <laughs> welcome to the show, Kufnats and Christina. Lee.
3: <laughs> hey, thank you for having us.
1: Absolutely. I mean, like this is I, I, like the calm and the clarity and the but the sacred and the. I mean, just is so cool, and it's it's a way you typically start off your shows, right?
3: Yep, for sure.
1: It's such a nice grounded doorway into then just simply casting aside whatever you carried into the room and then just focusing on, on the, the art and the genius.
0: And to be there in that moment. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think like, uh, so when we first started, uh, getting out and touring, we did a lot of, uh, a lot of yoga classes. mm -hmm. Sure. Um, we would play, Different different yoga uh, places, and I was uh, I was always moved by how they began the class. Sure, and so I was like this would be really cool to uh, incorporate mm-hmm. into the show. That's so cool,
1: yeah. And I, I think that's such a uh, like the unique kufnats and Christina Lee's experience because obviously it's it's not exactly the elephant in the corner of the room that it's a unique <laughs> pairing hip hop with harp. So rather than treat that as something, you know, like how did that ever happen? More like, let's just acknowledge that and say that's a very, very, uh, that's what this show is really about is finding these like, you know, genre breaking or stretching kind of experiences and, and shining a light on it, especially mm-hmm. when it's as exceptional as as what the two of you are putting out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so the, the, the obvious thing is when you want to pair, uh, Hip hop with harp. You
0: do it at a Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that seems the only logical way to approach the yeah, entire situation.
3: Yeah, one hundred percent. So, if you
1: don't mind, share a little bit of that, Christine. I understand you, 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 and we'll get into this in a second. You're were not a performer, but saw a Kuf show. Yes, and then saw him at Whole Foods and decided to kind of shoot your shot.
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was like a moment of if I don't ask now, uh, it might never happen. Sure. Like if you see something, sometimes you just have to jump. And (laughs) I didn't even really, I was a full-time music therapist at the time Mm -hmm. um, working for an agency. So I didn't even really know how to perform, (laughs) Sure. but I knew if I, I knew I had to ask for it to happen. So I just was like, hey, do you need a harpist?
0: (laughs) I mean, that's how often do you hear that? I mean, all the time, right? I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure the reaction was a little bit like, oh, you know, like. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) Exactly. I'm like a harp. All right. All right. Like I I loved like previously being in different bands and uh, playing around Philly. I would collaborate with a lot of different type of musicians, Mm -hmm. Um, even a saw player at one point uh, I I collabed with. But (laughs) a harp was never anything that crossed my mind or I had even heard live. Like I might have seen it on TV or something with a big orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But something about that was like, I I kept thinking about it. I'm like, what would that sound like? Mm -hmm. So I ended up just sending her some tracks I was working on. And she improved on it and sent it back. And I was like, wow, that mm-hmm. like, the, the it sounded beautiful. And sure. So, it's like, yep. yeah, let's let's try this. <laughs> <laughs> and if I understand it
1: right, Christine, a lot of what you perform in a show is not script. it's not just it's not the same every show. Like, you are somewhat improving every night. There are certain sets, songs, or moments that are, but there are other parts you're just kind of going with the flow.
2: Yeah, most of it is improv. Um, the, Most structured would be if it's just acoustic without Koof's production in the back. Sure. Um, Because the nature of that is more like creating this, the whole, uh, holding the whole space for the music. Right. So his productions allow for me to um, kind of listen to where it's appropriate to fit in. Yep. Mm -hmm. Kind of like also listen to his words and follow, Mm -hmm. um, follow his words um, to be able to support that in in kind of like matching the inflection and matching sure. like um, as kind of like a backup singer in a way.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're sonically supporting the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Okay? That's very cool. Um, and I think because of the talent might go unnoticed because I think most people would think, oh, that's – they practiced a ton <laughs> and <laughs> that's the production – Um, so I wanted to make sure we pointed that out, that no two shows would be the same. Um, yeah, so that's very, very cool. Um, so we always like on this show to really kind of go back to the roots. Um, and so if you don't mind, we'll, we'll take a a peek back into both of like how you got here to this moment. Um, and so Koof, I understand it right. Like two inspirations from when you were growing up. One was your grandmother was a singer uh, of gospel music. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And your brother was involved in, in hip hop. So if you don't mind, spend a little time there talking about like how that inspired you to go after.
3: Yeah. Um, I think with my grandmother, um, just literally, uh, around the house all the time, Mm -hmm. she'd always be singing, uh, Mm -hmm. whether it was humming or actually singing. Um, and then Having to go to church every Sunday, sure. um, I would see her performing there um, in church. And um, I think it was something about the, um, the essence or the feel of gospel music sure. that, that I really connected with. Um, I probably didn't know too much about the words or what was, but there was something in the melodies and, and, and just the feel. Mm -hmm. of it that that i really connected with and then with my brother i mean you know he was my older brother and Hmm. i always wanted to be like or copy my brother yep and um he he had a group it was him and another person um and he would rap and and the other person would would pop or break dance um and they'd always be in the basement practicing or in the house practicing and i would always sneak down there and watch them and like and so yeah, I always wanted to 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 be like my brother in mm-hmm. that sense. So I think that really inspired me. And um and also it became like once I really uh started like like studying it, um it became a uh kind of a source of uh a, a, an outlet, a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, I just really connected to it in that way and yeah. started pursuing it.
1: Yeah, I just, I had, like, as I'm bringing together, like, these elements of, of research for the artists, yeah. I'm, I was putting those two pieces down, and I was like, I had this image in my head of, of young Koof, <laughs> like, either sitting on the steps or in his bedroom, and the grandmother is singing gospel music in the kitchen, and the brother is
3: right. you know, laying right.
1: beats in the other room, and it's coming together into this very spiritual hip-hop thing, and it sets yeah. your foundation for where yeah, you land.
3: It's, it's like it's like Nan's cooking in the kitchen and I'm smelling that. And my brother's in the basement wrapping, smoking weed and I'm smelling (laughs) that. It's (laughs) It's a
1: whole factory along with
0: auditory sensations is what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The whole experience. (laughs) So that is terrific. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that's always great to kind of peek into that. Um, also, um, is it a, a I don't know if it's a, you get given the name Kufi. Yeah. Which is uh West African. Yeah. Meaning born on Friday. I assume mm-hmm. you were born on a Friday, but yeah. also spiritual warrior. Yeah. yeah. Which it yeah. seems like yep. you're doing that that work just through music.
3: For sure. Um yeah, that was a name that was uh given to me in college. Um and I kind of cut koofy in half just a koof mm-hmm. um and then knots is just my hair right. I like knotty <laughs> <the naughty> hair <laughs> uh-huh. um yeah and i feel like i kind of um yeah in embrace that and whether it be consciously or unconsciously it somehow worked in that way um and yeah
1: yeah. That's and neat. Philly is is where you're kind of in this time frame, the like the two thousand aughts, I guess you would yep. say. Yeah. You also are part of the song Unstoppable that <laughs> becomes like the World Series champion Philly's like theme.
3: Yeah. That was That's super dope. That was and, and super random. <laughs> <I> um <laughs> like I honestly Never really been a huge baseball fan. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Please that out now. Now that it's already happened. Yeah, yeah. Good thing you
3: didn't say that back then. (laughs) Yeah, right. uh, Yeah, but I was uh, I was in Boston um, working with G Love. Sure, he was. uh, We were recording something different, and he's like, "Yo, I'm working on this Philly song. You want to lay a verse, see if they like it?" And I'm like. I'm like, of course I want to. Um, I don't know much about the Phillies. So let me go online and do some research. Right. And so I looked up all the names. And so I threw a couple of names in there. So it was like, I knew what I was talking about. Uh, right, right. <laughs> but mainly, mainly the verse is just about like, the i guess what i rapped about since i didn't know much about it were were pretty basic things sure but but it made sense for the you know but i think
1: that team really did bring in people who had no interest it was such a easy to root for team it definitely Mm. was um yeah and i just think it it almost speaks to how cool that just swept the city at the time yeah that that you got brought into it so that's that's very cool
3: and then um like chuck treese was playing drums and uh Don McCloskey, uh, yeah. he did. He wrote the chorus and I'd worked with Don plenty times before sure. like doing shows and stuff. So it was a cool like coming together, too, for with with other Philly musicians. It was just very communal.
1: Absolutely. Um, so very cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, and then some other cool things that kind of trying to trend up to this 2011 you uh record that boombox logic album with mad dragon records oh yeah which is the first um student-led radio like record label through
3: drexel it was beautiful yeah that i mean that the idea of having that just seemed like a no a no-brainer but it it was the first one like these students who were studying you know the the music business and wanted to get into the music business mm-hmm. they they would run this label um, and it was great because they were they were hungry and sure. wanting yep. to do this and so yeah it was and a, not
1: stuck it, on like rules like oh that's not exactly. how we do it like they would be yeah. willing to go and exactly. take a chance or or ride with something different
3: yep. very yeah very innovative it was cool it was really yeah.
1: And there's a couple awards there, Independent Music Awards for Best Hip Hop Song, and and so the the accolades are starting to to happen. Um, you're Philly, then you leave in 2012, go to New York, and then from there even on to the Netherlands, which I yeah. thought was a really. <laughs> <laughs> We might need a whole separate podcast episode for what yeah. happened there.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was awesome. That was I loved yeah. I loved it there.
1: What what led you to the Netherlands? Like what, what was the opportunity or, or the inspiration for that?
3: Um uh a woman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, let me open you can my secret, stop right think, there. Let me I open think, my secret envelope. That's the guess most, I had. <laughs> I,
3: I think if you ask most musicians from the United States what took them right. overseas, uh, seven out of ten will say a word. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, we'll put a we'll put a pin in that one. Maybe yeah. we'll talk about but, that sometime. What What happened though? When I went there uh, at the time, I was signed to uh, Ropa Dope. Oh, very uh, cool records. And they were working with uh, different people over there, so they put me in contact with with a with someone there who was doing music, and they introduced me to a whole circle of musicians. And I ended up recording an album, Positive Light. I recorded there and worked with a whole bunch sure. of, of artists from the Netherlands, and was introduced to a really cool. Uh, artistic community there.
1: Yeah, Rope-A-Dope is good. We've we've had uh, bright dog red. I don't know if you know them. They're Rope-A-Dope as well, oh, okay. and, and they're like uh, uh, yeah,
0: free improv. Yeah, you know I mean, like it, they don't it, have. They it, will it, play a set and nothing's written. They just oh, show up. Oh wow. with, <laughs> Yeah, they sort of like free improv jazz, but they use a lot of hip hop backbeats and stuff. Yep. Oh, the, nice. the guy that's a band leader is a uh, music professor at one of the the state the SUNY campuses, yeah, right? Is that SUNY right? Okay, yeah, cool. and he his.
1: Like, you know how it's normally like, you know, uh singer, guitarist, yep. keyboards, drummer. Uh, this band is master of concepts is what his is. So he'll come in and he's like, we don't write a song. We just come in with a concept. So it'll be like, okay, um, everybody remember what it feels like to be like a cold, crappy, rainy day in March
3: and oh, then they wow. and then they just play so they're all in the same headspace yeah. yeah that's really um, cool
1: it is very cool music um i'm gonna check
3: them out
1: yeah you definitely should so bright dog red um and we interviewed them uh last summer and and uh can't wait to to see them play live because like another one where no two shows would ever be the same they just can't right, play. Right. yeah so very very cool stuff there but uh, yeah Roper is dope is is an enjoyable what they're trying to do um, so then you come back, but let's pause there. you come back to the states and, and back to philly if I understand it right Yep.
3: yep.
1: so christine we'll 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 uh, we'll re- retract back to your uh origin <laughs> story um running in parallel to this um, you start out learning the piano uh, and, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, and and that at a very young age where um you know that that's your inspiration there but what other elements to that that kind of leads you to music
2: yeah, um so I started piano at seven mm-hmm. um And just really fell in love with it. Uh, I was introduced to flute. That didn't really last too (laughs) long. (laughs) My piano teacher said that I should, when I was asked, you know, I think it's something like fifth grade, you're asked to pick an instrument. Sure. And she kept convincing me to play the tuba. (laughs) And I was like... (laughs) We're gonna throw
1: extremely large instruments at you and see. (laughs) One of these is gonna stick or knock her over. Did you need like an anchor, like a? Were you running around the room
2: or something?
1: All right, if the tuba doesn't work, then the harp's got your name all over. Yeah, right. Well,
2: it's interesting because I guess there's a pattern here. Because I said the tuba, and she was like, you know, not many people play, so. (laughs) <laughs> you, you need to play the tuba. And then so I proceeded with this same route of um, accompanying my middle school choir when I was in middle school playing piano for them. <laughs> and my my um, uh, choir teacher said, I want to take up the harp and you should take up the harp too. And then this question came again like, the harp. Right. What?
1: what, what? <laughs> I thought people did not even make that instrument anymore. Like I can see some a kid asking that question. Like I yeah, saw it. Like, yeah. I
2: had never seen one. Um, maybe you know in an orchestra if I'm from really far away, sure. or, a,
1: <laughs> or a movie about the 1700s. Like, something yeah, like that. yeah,
2: yeah. And so that same, I was presented with that same question, and the same answer was like, well, because not many people play it. Right. So I guess um, I look like someone that will try. Interesting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, you're a trailblazer. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just. i was sorry. I was laughing in the middle of you sharing that. But yes, I, was, I was picturing the alternate universe of the tuba sticks and, and you run into KUF in, in Whole Foods and you go, let me know if you need a tuba. Yeah. And I don't know if it would have landed the same way.
0: I'm also waiting for like, we get an email afterwards from like your middle school teacher that's like, now well, I think yeah. the hurdy-gurdy is like yeah. your next your next <laughs> right. move, you know? like uh, Yeah, or the carillon. Like they like need that. to carry a
1: four-ton, <laughs> you know,
2: I did try the accordion for a bill. second, but
1: <laughs> that, that then, uh, that's you know. on brand. Yeah. <laughs> but probably not big enough. Um yeah. <laughs> now not to oversimplify it, but is the harp like a piano just kind of on its end?
2: Yeah, if you think about it like an upright piano and you can open it and see the strings. Right. Um, there's hammers inside that is just like my fingers playing right. it. Um so you do have to change your perceptive perception of um like the notes go from you out instead of from left to right. Oh, interesting. Um sure. so that's a perception shift, but the layout is this pretty much the same as the piano, which right. often and
1: you're just the hammer.
2: Yeah. So a lot of <laughs> a lot of harp teachers won't take you as a student unless you have played piano for a while, Makes sense.
1: gotcha yeah, yeah, very mm-hmm. cool, um and then you the the musical therapy is so you go to college not for music but also for music therapy, Immaculata college, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, and so there must be some inspiration there for you wanting to bring not just music to the world but healing to those who might be able to utilize that as a medicine,
2: yeah, um music was very. Uh, medicinal in my life and helped me get through some things Mm -hmm. Um, and at that point of uh, finishing up high school I didn't really know that there was a thing a major such as music therapy Um, and I wanted to kind of go into a therapeutic field um, but then I had all this music background and really felt much more comfortable using music to express my own self, um, and I was not really comfortable expressing myself with words. So when saying this to my piano teacher, she was like, "Hey, well, there's a thing called music mm-hmm. therapy mm-hmm. that just seems like exactly what you know you're looking for." Sure. And um, I applied and just really got into it and really ran with with, um, my studies there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Can you, can you just, so anybody that's not aware what, how music therapy works, can you just give a brief idea to anybody that might be watching or listening that, because that's, that's, as you said, you're not aware of the major. Some people may not be aware of how that actually works in a therapeutic kind of way.
2: Yeah. So, um, it's a huge spectrum of how it works, Mm -hmm. but the most basic, simple way to explain it is music is used to meet non-musical goals okay so that could be physical that could be emotional that could be social um working on communication skills working on increasing rhythm to match someone's walking gait to then increase their speed and and um their physical um ability to like mobility to walk faster or using songs to process things in someone's life, whether that be listening to them, whether that be discussing the lyrics, um, something s- different, like um, in a, a classroom, like an emotional su- support classroom or mm-hmm. classroom, um, using songs to teach social skills and ability to ask for needs Yep. Um, so creating all that kind of stuff. So although sometimes it's seen or people might think that like, what song would you prescribe me? <laughs> <laughs> right. There is just so much, it's, it's a lot bigger than that. Um, sure. Right. We can work in hospice, we can work in addiction rehabs. Oh yeah. We can work in, um, you know, P- with PTs and speech therapists. Right. Um, Well, I think
1: any person has had those moments where like a song just knocks you flat and you're like, wow, I didn't realize I was still hurting over this Mm -hmm. or still had that. I thought I'd moved past it. And all Mm -hmm. you really did was suppress it and, you know, have it kind of like scab over Mm -hmm. and then a music or a song or whatever could unlock that. But you don't know which one Mm -hmm. you don't even know it yourself, Mm -hmm. let alone some other person. Mm -hmm. Um, But to, to work in that world with people who definitely have need and benefit from it. But anybody could. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. it it would really be a good thing for anyone to kind of spend some time with. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to bring up, so this is a little bit early, I believe, but we're close to this moment. Since we're talking about this topic, I wanted to share your uh, website uh, for Higher Ground Music. Oh, yeah. Um, And to kind of share that this is a thing that you all do. So on the screen now is uh, highergroundsmusic.com. And it is a... Basically, uh, you know, an organization that you both founded in 2018. Um, that's everything that you kind of just talked about, motivational, classical, hip-hop, foster community growth. Um, and, you know, there's, there's tons of great things. Let me click on the programs and services here so people can see. There's the yoga that you were talking about that, that you, know, uh, you know, is still part of this. But then there's workshops for schools, community advocacy, faculty development, mental health workshops, you know all these different things that you all would be able to be approached to kind of help with, and you're doing this quite often. I know you were on a on a on a run just recently of doing some of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anything else you can share for this, or just promote it so that people become more aware of what's available?
2: Yeah, um, it's it's it came out of work that we were already doing pretty much, um, and we wanted to incorporate music therapy. We wanted to incorporate community engagement. And part of our mission is to bring music to places that might not have music already set in place, and therefore that just opened up a whole range of, um, places where we can hold these workshops using our music, um, help people release music that they have not released before in that process of getting promo pictures and that whole thing. Um, working in, um, in faculty for faculty development, say a business wants us to come in for a workshop. Um, so it's really like, Again, using music to create that space, and then seeing where that group or that community takes it, mm-hmm. um, and watching that environment run with it, and those are just all those different ways of of doing a similar thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I just think it's a s- extremely special thing that that you all offer, and you know, it is not necessarily connected to your music website. So there's this, <laughs> right. you know, I wanted to make sure we put some connective tissue there so people knew yeah, cool. that you'd be available as musicians, but also as healers, I guess you mm-hmm. might say is, is a, as a resource for people to kind of have as part of either a community, a, a workspace, or even just, you know, uh, people who want to reach out and, and get some guidance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank, thank, you. thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, and uh, oh, thank you. Um, but, sure. uh, but to kind of like, you know, so this is now 2017, 18 is where we've now caught up to, We've spent some time in Whole Foods. We've, we've, we've put our, <laughs> our harp skills out there, um, and, and, uh, and, and, and it, magic happens. Um, so it's 2018. You come out with the album Higher Grounds, uh, yeah. in, in, I guess, again, in parallel with, with this uh, Higher Grounds music organization that's, that's help uh, for people who need it. But um, you put out this album, and it's great. And, and one little tidbit, so not only talk about that, but also the fact that it's not out there, for streaming, it it was something that was available only at shows to really create a special, um, yeah. you know, uh, treat for those who were lucky enough to grab it.
3: Yeah, that was. Um, it's funny and we still haven't put it up online yet. I think we have two songs up. Yeah. Um, I think originally, I don't even know if it was. Uh, a conscious decision at first. Mm-hmm. Um, we just were excited to be on the road mm-hmm. and be right. out. Like, right. we had this album out, and so we got like 5,000 CDs. <laughs> I mean, even in 2018 19, that, that was probably pretty crazy because <laughs> <laughs> that shifted uh long ago from CDs, but we were excited, and uh, and also like. Honestly, Spotify and all that—it it was like I was more concerned with making music, and then sure. I wasn't even thinking about like—and yeah, they were
1: way in their infancy, so like it was yeah. only just kind of starting at that. Type. It's not quite the the behemoth that it is now.
3: Yeah, for sure, and um, and we were selling a lot of CDs, so <laughs> it was just like, all right, we'll just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be that thing where some people would be like, yo, I don't have a CD player. Can I like, it's not on Spotify? <laughs> you know, we we thought about it, but then we also were like, at that point, like, you know what? Like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like, mm-hmm. we're, yeah. we're seeing CDs, let's keep selling them. Yep. And we can make it like a thing. Like, hey, if you want the album, you got to come to the show. <laughs> right, 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 You know? So it worked, it worked well. And, um, and yeah, and now we don't have any more and like, it's not up. So it's like, if you have it, you have it. Like, right. no, we can't.
0: Yeah. The only chance you got is like a, a used CD store somewhere <laughs> yeah. in Philly. Like That's what five years will do. It's 5,000 CDs sell out in five years. So let's, that's, yeah. that's the math on it. <laughs> I mean, unless you guys did a second print run, in which case, if you have the original print run, right, yeah. worth even more at that, yeah, yeah, or, right? yes. like a book edition. That's it. There you go. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. There
1: you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I wanted to get into some more music here, um, and uh, the song we were going to feature is is a um, uh, an homage to Philadelphia. It's Phil Love, Delphia. Oh, That's yeah. off of the next album that comes out in 2021 uh, called Community. Yep. Um, and so uh, I'm going to let it play here a little bit. It's off of that same live recording from uh, Urban Jungle. So we're going to just oh, cool. uh, hit play here and, and enjoy some of this. And then, um, you know, we'll, we'll let it play in the underground here while we tra- chat over it in a few minutes. But uh, cool. enjoy Philadelphia, Kufnats and Christina Lee's.
3: It's dedicated to our beautiful city of Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. It's the birthplace of independence, y'all. Welcome to the 215th, the land of crazy skaters, graph writers, and spliffs. Small streets, big dreams, and starving artists. The place where the elders spread their words to the youth, the land of... Fresh prints in the roots, the Liberty Bell City Hall and Law Park. South Street in the summer, some parade with mamas. West Philly rosters, South Philly hustlers, North Philly drug spots. Anything under the sun you want, they got. Believe they got it's the place of the underdogs slot alone member bone cheeks dr j over home see philly had to throw more you out of your zone northern liberties that house all the hipsters center city white collar old city pop collars yeah it's Philadelphia.
2: For the hustle our cities do or die. I is for ill that explain us well. Yeah,
3: ill is in dope, it ain't hard to tell. L is for the love that the city projects. The other L's for the love we hold for music. watch for the youth. Yo, the future's you The city breeds stars. We nice with all.
1: I love when the musician that's the interview is dancing to their own music i, <laughs> I, I so love that <laughs> so um but uh but let's talk about this song it's such a great like again peek into philly and if you if you know you know and if you don't you're kind of getting made aware of what right, philly's
3: yeah. about right for sure uh yeah i feel like um so i didn't grow up in philly um, I moved to Philly uh, when I was going to uh, the Art Institute, and um, so so I guess what I'm speaking on is is my experience sure. living in Philly for the 12 years I lived there, um, and just really yeah yeah embracing all of Philly. It's like the the love, the community, and also the 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 the, the edges that are rough right around, yeah yeah Yeah. throughout the city so All it's part big, of it you know um
1: and I wanted to spend a little bit of time here on the musicality so like uh two things about it is Christine for somebody who didn't perform until like the moment you walked through the door to join Kuf on this journey that's fantastic like you have such <laughs> tremendous performance talent and then also these hooks that you write that fit with this it's like it was there and just needed you to be a part of it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's really fantastic for, real. for somebody who, I mean, just raw talent. That's amazing. So like, I just wanted to mention that because it must've been scary early on, <laughs> Yeah. but like just the, the talent shown through and, and um, you know, I just wanted to get your take on all of that, that, you know, those first moments when you were just like, Hey, there's something really here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think it attests to a- a lot of music therapy skills that I learned and being able to um, kind of put all those skills into action of like listening and not playing all the time, figuring right. out where you fit in, sure. um, like taking his whole verse and trying to then summarize mm-hmm. um, like a concept or a theme. sure. Um, so, that kind of helped me in a different way. Like you said, um, when st- the Drexel students were innovative and mm-hmm. not really having a framework. Well, I didn't have a framework of the music history right. and how to do that. Right. So, therefore, it just came from my own background of, of how to, how to um, move forward. But we were just talking about this the other day that I said, remember when we would just go to those beginning, like, radio interviews and stuff and then after you'd be like oh yeah i forgot that you never really did this
3: before
2: (laughs) i would be like so nervous like i never heard my my voice in headphones yeah right i never really had to speak much about my story like you know (laughs) right (laughs) and like it's it's yeah it's it's different um i wouldn't change any of it to get to where we are
1: right right but well, the one thing though I wanna to add to that though is I'm sure musical therapy training did not teach you how to do that, you know, filthy, sassy, like no, no. This, this really awesome element to that the vocal <laughs> the vocality and the, the 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 hook. I mean, like that's not anything but talent. I mean that's just raw like that's yeah. you. Like that's amazing. You'd be surprised what they teach at the
3: master
0: Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs>
1: Today Today we're gonna teach you yeah, exactly. Well, it's
3: it's funny though, like um Along with that, um, it wasn't until – so 2018, like the very beginning, um, we had to do a show. Um, It was like uh, a house show, a basement show. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess like maybe 50 people were in there. Sure. And um, we had music we were going to use. But a lot of times, like I'll read the room, and I'll be like, "All right, maybe we have to do something different." Sure. Mm-hmm. So this was one of those times where the music we had uh, created wouldn't have fit well there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, "Let's just do it acoustic. Like, let's just let's just wing it. Let's let's <laughs> improv the whole set." <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm two like, minutes
2: before we went on, and so yes. no
0: you pressured yourself. No pressure.
3: And the thing was too, um Christine, like when we started doing it, was strictly hard, sure, um, but from her 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 voice, her speaking voice, it always had like a kind of rasp and like mm-hmm. a little twang to it. I don't know where the accent was from, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I know that she can sing. Mm-hmm. I know she can sing. And so I introduced that to her, too. Like, hey, you think you can sing? And, and she's like, what? Like, I've sang in, you know, music therapy, like making up children's music and stuff <laughs> like that. Right. Uh, the so, wheels on the bus go round. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you want to drop
1: that tonight? We got
3: you. So It's funny. So this show, um, we improv,ed and she sang. And it was like, that was the start of. Of of her singing, flip the switch. Being, yeah, and it was beautiful. Yeah. I was I was more surprised probably than she was. <laughs> but just there was probably how, moments I,
1: where you were on stage, were like,
3: yeah, I'm like, yo, yeah, <laughs> like this is this is great. We yeah. got to keep this keep this this creative flow and energy that's happening like we gotta we gotta capture that
1: yeah very it cool yeah really cool and then in the other element i wanted to touch on a little bit because i think it's very cool too is the songwriting is also very um balanced where sometimes yep. you'll have beaten and lyrics and christine you'll go to christine for a hook yep. or sometimes you'll have the hook
0: mm-hmm, and you'll yeah.
1: go to Kuf with that to say hey what do you think of this mm-hmm. and I just think that's very cool because it's very balanced. I heard about that, yeah. Yeah,
3: for sure, for sure. And even even with uh with the production mm-hmm. um because Christine is such a a good musician, um she really helped me craft uh and mm-hmm. and and get better and more comfortable with creating music. Yeah. Because that's not something I've always done. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty new like to this project. Um that's when I started. Being comfortable enough to go down there and and having. uh, She
1: used her musical therapy on you. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Let
1: me calm down your anxiety and unlock some creativity. Yeah, it works good. (laughs) Um, But uh, we do something on this show a lot called wish casting. So, like, we'll say, Oh, I would really love to have. Actually, it worked here. We were saying to ourselves, we'd love to have Kuf and Christine on the show. And here we are. Um, so another one that I had recently. So another band that played Music Fest uh, was this band called Archi. And they're based in New York City. So they would be close enough for you. And the wish casting that I'm doing today is that I hope you collaborate on a song one day.
2: All right. Because
1: what they do is, this is so you'll have to check this band out too. I'll send you links to, to both of them. But so Archai is two people, a cello and a, a violin. Mm. And they are, they are Juilliard classically trained, mm-hmm. um, but they are in some ways approaching the songwriting in a way that isn't traditional. Sometimes right. they even right. use electric cello, electric violin. Oh, nice. Sometimes they put beats down to, to play it towards. Um, and so I just think if you put a collaboration around yeah. that wow. would be incredible. And so the other element to this is uh, I interviewed them live during Music Fest on the Friday when you guys were performing. And so I always play snippets of the bands that I'm highly recommending from that day before I bring on a guest. So uh, I go to, so I'm playing you, uh, you know, that, that day. And then as we were wrapping up and they were putting their instruments away, they're singing the hook to that Phil Love Elphia song. So they're like putting it away like, yeah. and, then, and then they just still be like, what a hook that is. So they're already in love with the two of you. And now if you check out some of their music, I think you'll love yeah. them. And then you guys would have an amazing song together. I'm that's sure. Cool. I, I can guarantee it's delicious. in there.
3: Definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's my little wish cast for this episode. Uh, thank you for indulging me. But... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, speaking of Music Fest, you guys performed there. It was incredible. I wanted to play a little snippet there. It's only like a minute, minute and a half. Um, it's the song "Be Free." Just to I always like give people like a flavor of Music Fest um, and uh, and like what your performance was like there. So let's take a peek here. Uh, "Be Free," Kufnats and Christine Elise.
3: Open atmosphere at and amazing.
1: So the set was magical. Um, You had a great audience for it. What did you guys think of Music Fest?
2: It was great.
3: It definitely was. Um, I had played Music Fest, I think, oh man, maybe like 2016. Got it. Um and I loved it. That was my first time up there, like right. experiencing all the music going on. It was amazing. So we were super excited to uh to, to be there and uh, and it was a cool stage, and mm-hmm. where it was yep. located,
0: that yeah. Was the, cool. That old courtyard that's behind yeah. the, the buildings there's a really neat space.
3: Yeah, uh, that
0: was yeah. Super cool. One of the one of the cool things about that space, just real quick, is it's been one of the stages that's been used every year. There's music fest, but the trees—you can see photographs, you can figure out what year it is, basically how big <laughs> oh the trees wow. are that <laughs> have grown in the courtyard.
2: That's wow,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was uh 40th year. This was their 40th. You're wow. doing it. So it's pretty amazing what they've done. And it's just gotten bigger every year. And it was yeah. so cool to see you guys on the bill. We were thrilled to have it there. And and, and that led to us being able to meet afterwards and set this up. So um, it's always a blessing for us because it's it's such a nice access to so many great bands. And yeah, yeah. get to see them perform. Like, that's the whole point of, of this show is we, we're we only going to bring on people that we've already vetted our yeah, yeah. going to be your next favorite band. Now it may not be your genre, or it may not be your style, but it's still going to be. You'd never deny the excellence and the talent, and the story's great. That's because the, the artists are so cool. Not anything that David or I do, but um, but the whole point there is like this is exactly what Music Fest and then our show is about is bringing you know a sound like uh, uh, yours to to their ears and, and their eyes. So a um, couple last things I just kind of wanted to to mention here before we have you promote some stuff. Um, you had a song on "Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Um, that's pretty cool. Um, well,
3: well, actually, actually, that that was the idea. Oh behind Philadelphia <laughs> but it didn't hash out. Oh.
1: <laughs> so there you
3: go. Got to oh, do we more got a research. a cool song out of it. Yeah, there you
2: go. <laughs> But but I was on an
3: episode of Sunny Thought. always. Sunny. Oh,
1: okay. That might have been what I so yeah. 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 Um and if you you do play sometimes with a a more full band and you yeah. uh, the 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 band there was is a band called Trap Rabbit. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. So they're I wanted awesome. to
1: mention that because they're great.
3: They're awesome.
1: Yeah. Um and then David mentioned off the top uh, Philadelphia Magazine's best rapper 2022. That's got to be super cool.
3: That is. That's that that's amazing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I mean I I just feel like, you know, you guys are in such a great you know, a uh, trajectory of where you're going. And I can't wish, you know, nothing but the best for you both. Uh, and, and can't yeah. wait to see you play live again, because it's just uh terrific. Um, I wanted to bring up your yeah. music site um, so that we can talk about um, some of the uh, upcoming shows and anything else you would want to promote from there. So here's the, the music site um, where, you know, you've got your bios and then uh, some basic info and here's some shows. So October 14th in Philly, 15th, East Windsor, New Jersey, Asbury Park. That's where you guys are now, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and then 21st, 22nd, Pottstown, Pennsylvania. It's a video shoot with an open call. What's that all about? <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. I, do, you, uh, do you roller skate?
0: Uh, I do not. It would be hilarious if I tried to. Also, did not see that question coming. Right. Like that was. In classic and Christine. <laughs> <laughs> do you roller skate? Did not. Yeah. Did.
2: So, like so was not on my people bingo people card. <laughs>
0: only when blackbirds are on Thursday. It feels like that kind of spy response is the only thing that works in that case.
3: Yeah. So it's a, uh, we're shooting a video for the song High Vibrations. And it's at a roller skating rink and it's going to be like, you know, like a 90s vibe, like cool. throwback uh, at the at the roller rink. So, Fantastic. yeah, if you, if you feel like skating, come on through.
1: Yeah, definitely do that. Um, <laughs> and that's a great transition, actually, because what we're going to do here is uh, is kind of close out our convo. Um, we'll we'll do our kind of closing credits and then we're going to you guys were kind enough to lend us high vibrations. Yeah. Um, so we're going to play that after the credits. So if cool. you want, you know, world premiere. I don't know. You probably gave it to somebody. Yeah, so it, too, is. World it is. World <laughs> premiere.
2: <laughs>
1: world premiere. intergalactic premiere. This is the first place anyone has heard it. Um, so cool. Yeah. Uh, that'll roll after the credits. Um, but, uh, but. Christine, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank, thank you. you for having us. And I wish I roller skated. That would have been amazing.
3: <laughs> but I will probably end up in the hospital. Um, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean, I don't even, yeah, that's going to be pretty crazy uh, me putting on roller skates. But
1: yeah, it would be, here, here's something you got to figure out between now and then is how to get that harp on wheels so that you can yeah. be just like rolling around. <laughs>
2: We'll figure will something out. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but uh, this was such an honor. Thank you guys so much for coming yeah, on the show. Thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah,
0: thank you. David. Hello. Wow. What a uh, what an honor and a pleasure that was. What a great conversation. It's always nice to have somebody that has both an interesting story, has nuggets of just sort of like things you didn't expect to have happen or get thrown in there. The number of large instruments that were mentioned was definitely way outside <laughs> of the over-under. Right. We also learned that uh, my vision is going.
1: I couldn't read the screen.
0: Yeah, I, well, mine at least stepped up when we needed it to have happen. So, you know, we got that taken care of. Uh, right. And
1: if anybody finds a unicorn, there is a process involved.
0: Well, what we actually learned from that unicorn is the same thing that Christine did, which is don't be afraid to ask. Because that's how their story started, right? Yeah. Approached him at Matt whole right, 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 right. Look what happened.
1: Um, yeah, and and there's all sorts of great you know opportunities there. So um, and Kuff and Christine just such great
0: oh fantastic.
1: I mean the music is incredible. The performances are even better. Um, uh, so absolutely. if you have any chance to to check them out. Oh, and I did want to mention to people. So the the community album that came out in 2021. Everything is spelled phonetically. So Correct. So if you go into uh, you know, any of the streaming services or anything, it's something where you're going to need to uh, just go to their, you know, um, their page and then just go to 2021, and then it'll make a ho- whole lot more sense. But Unless uh,
0: you're a dictionary perfectionist and can actually <laughs> spell out all that stuff on your own, which more power to you.
1: Right, exactly. You know, we, we, we took a moment in the beginning to ground ourselves, and now let's head back to the grind of the real world
0: all right phil l- let's say goodbye to everybody
1: we hope you've enjoyed this episode of your next favorite band we would like to sincerely thank Kufnats and christina Lee for joining us today and sharing all of their amazing backstories and how they got to where they are and how they write this incredible music that they've got out there for all of us to enjoy. Um, and, you know, definitely check it out. The recordings are amazing, but the live show is, is, is really quite something special. So definitely don't miss that out of when it's going to be nearby or, or if it's not. Just travel far to go get it. Um, we'll uh, share links in the show notes to their site, um, their different uh, you know, social medias, as well as... Um, the Higher Grounds Music website in case you have um, you know, a, a calling or a need for, for their services there it's certainly something that's quite special so um, definitely encourage you to check that out as always, our hope here is to bring you your next favorite band if you tuned in today because you already knew Coop and Christine, thank you so much um, we hope that you might consider liking or subscribing or following us so that we might be able to bring you your next favorite band in, in the coming months or you can check out our website nextfaveband.com or the youtube channel um, everything we've done up until now is, is available out there so your next favorite man, band may already be out there so uh definitely uh check us out uh, there's there's lots of great stuff there so um incredible guests furthermore coming up uh, throughout october and november uh leading up to uh our uh year-end uh, Winter Wonder Jam, which is going to be really special this year, so definitely check that out. Hope to see you at a live show soon. And stay tuned here for brand new music from Cookmatch and Christina Lee's High Vibrations.
3: Sometimes you just gotta exhale and Let it all go. Through all the trials and tribulations I learned to value patience Nah, no, not a simple task But they say practice makes perfect I searched it, it was urgent Walking on the edge of a tilted surface Driven by thirst to find my purpose <laughs> It's all divine And this music helped me though In times of sorrow it pulled me through Gave me strength to reach a true Place of understanding and share the tools I find more often Through sounds and words Hearts to soften. And the stress is less indeed. Let's share that jewel and be tied. Feeling in your body now. When life gets complicated, I'll be Feeling in your body now. When life gets complicated,
2: you turn that around. Everyone's got their own situation.